Hey there, Margie Bryce here bringing you the Krabby Pastor Podcast. And I don't think you're going to be too surprised to know that it's too easy today to become the Krabby Pastor. Our time together will give you food for thought to help you be the ministry leader fully surrendered to God's purposes and living into whatever it takes to get you there and keep you there. So we're talking about sustainability in ministry. I'm glad to be here today, listeners. I got really excited yesterday. I want to say kudos to Steve for supporting this podcast by buying me a cup of coffee. I was so excited. That just made my day. And really, what else makes my day is when I hear that you have shared this with a ministry colleague so that they can hear and learn and grow along with me in the fine art of self-care. Previous episodes We have had Back from Burnout, episode number 32, and that was Pat Robbins sharing his story, a veteran pastor, sharing his story of how he went to burnout and what brought him back. And number 33 is the value of sabbatical with Steve Barkey, who talks about his encounters with sabbatical recently, very recently. He's just back from sabbatical and how that just helped him. So sort of our theme is a little bit around the topic of slow down. You know, in some cases you go too far too fast for too long and you end up in burnout or you end up in a great fatigue and then you need to do some kind of full stop, whether it's a sabbatical or a vacation, whatever, whichever, which, you know, Every one of us gains value from just unplugging and just stopping from time to time. And Steve Barkey does a great job of talking about some practices that he does on a regular basis. Say every six weeks or so, he takes a few days just to unwind. And, and, you know, as Steve reminded us, it helps us to hear from God more clearly. And as I like to say... It's really hard to hear what the Spirit of God is asking us to do when you're moving too fast or you're running on the hamster wheel for sure, you know. But here's, here's this is like partly a confessional kind of podcast episode, I guess, because just when you think you're toddling along at some kind of reasonable pace, you know, wham, that gentle voice <laughs> reminds you that perhaps you aren't toddling along at a reasonable pace because, you know, that's how God reminds you usually gently and kindly about that. So I'll have to say this. I don't feel like I'm moving too fast most of the time. You know, I'm not currently serving in a full-time church ministry capacity, or at least not in an official capacity like that. And yet, some of my friends do view me as busy. You know, not that I wouldn't set projects aside for lunch or coffee. I'm always game to do that. And I always say that to them. Just, we just ask, you know, I can put stuff aside usually. There's rare instances when I can't, if I'm under deadline or something. But most of the time, you know, they don't ask because their perception 
of me is that I am very busy. So, hmm, you know, I recently decided that I needed to get a spiritual director again. I haven't had one for a while, and I just felt like I needed that kind of help. You know, I espouse this, don't travel alone. And I do have a coach, but it's been a while since I had a spiritual director and I happen to make a connection with someone. You know, I need somebody walking with me to hold my feet to the fire or something. Anyway, when I'm first getting to know her and, you know, sitting down with her for the very first face-to-face time, I want to give her a sense of who I am. And so for me to do that, I give her a list of the things I do. That's very, I think, Enneagram one of me, I suppose. But anyhow, this is what I do. So here is some of what I shared with her. You know, and you should do this from time to time, too. It's a good reality check. You know, I coach ministry leaders. There's one thing, you know. And so, and I do have room for more, you know, because the nature of coaching is that clients are always coming and going. So then then there's the project of making connections with potential new coaching clients. And and actually that's a whole lot more time consuming and thought consuming than it sounds like. Anyway, so that would be, my coaching would be the first thing I would put on my list. And that's a list that you should make too as a reality check for what all do I got going on in my life now. So, okay, there's the coaching, making connections with potential new coaching clients, and that. So, the next, I would say, you know, I host this podcast. So, there's time and energy and all that, and that goes into this thought, goes into this. Fortunately, I did have the good sense to hire an audio editor. Shout out to Ian for the great work that that he does. But both the coaching and the podcasting are are ministry, but they're also business enterprises that need that kind of attention, like, you know, keeping records to keep the CPA happy when tax time comes, you know. I have to do all that kind of stuff as well. So, you know, so I'm sharing this list with this new spiritual director. So... As you know, the podcast is about self-care for ministry leaders, and so I'm, if I'm going to espouse this, I'm going to talk about it, then I better at least be working on walking it, right? Which means I need to do the self-care that I espouse. So, so that leads to various and sundry health-related work, you know, which sounds nicer than paying attention to, you know, the food I eat getting exercise and being a being a good steward of the body God gave me. You know, we're kind of sturdy beings, but we're also quite frail at times, you know, especially as we get older. And I try to watch my pace. I try to watch my load. You know, those are all the self-care things that I talk about. And I have, and I can say no when I think it's going to overload me. I do take time to think through the kinds of things I should be doing and the kinds of things that distract me, even though those can be good things too. So, and also as part of my self-care, I continue to do stained glass. You know, that's my creative 
piece where I can lose track of time and and I, I do sell those things as well because you know you have to do something with the stuff you make. I mean, sometimes people commission me to make stuff, but sometimes I just make stuff and then, you know, so then it is more of a business enterprise. So at various times in the year, I may be in production, you know, like now for some stuff I'm gonna sell in December. Somebody has to pay the business bills for the business to float itself, right? So I'm, I'm, you know, relating all of this to my spiritual director. And then I do add in that I like to leave time for an afternoon or so with my two-year-old grandson. You know, that's that's kind of fun playtime. So I, you know, she's part of my self-care too because I need to get some help. I say, don't travel alone. You know, I have a coach, but the spiritual director was something that I knew I needed to add in. So while I'm acquainting her with everything that I'm up to, she says this to me. She says, you know what? You're a lieutenant. And I'm like thinking in my head, what? <laughs> what? What does she mean? And and by that, she said she meant that, you know, I am God's person that does whatever God is asking me to do. But then she told me this. She said, but I need to slow down. Hmm. I need to slow down so that I let God pour into me, which then impacts the things that I'm doing. So, okay, I'm a charter member of the Getter Done Club, and, you know, I like to get things done. Uh, you know, you have to hustle a bit sometimes. You got to get moving. I try not to do that too fast. I do try to watch my pace. But, you know, my list, there's probably more stuff on the list than what I, you know, mentioned. I think I did tell her I occasionally teach online and help create online courses. That's just minorly part-time, but it's probably the pace that I need to really review. So, you know, and I do that. I try to review what's on my plate relatively frequently and reorganize how I'm going to spend my days and do say, all right, what do I need to get rid of? You notice it's not what do I need to add, but <laughs> what do I need to get rid of on here? Which, you know, maybe that was why she said to me, you need to slow down. And probably it's the pace that I'm talking at you know, while I'm relating all of this to her. So I heard it, I heard it, slow down, slow down. And her rationale was to help me have God pour into me. So that, you know, now I'm back to things like the daily examine and just trying to let God pour into me. So that same day, that same day, I don't know why this, why I paired this on the same day. It just, I don't know why, it just worked out. Wasn't anything intentional, but I met with an athletic trainer of all things. You know, I've recently needed to improve my strength and I, I've spent a lot of years on my bike cycling. I like my bike. You get on it and you can go fast and maybe this is a hint. 
duh. But I like my bike a lot. But it has come to my attention that I need some strength training. And I'll just spare you the gory health details about that. And I know I've needed to do this for a while now. And I'm not sure what my resistance has been with this. But resistance has been there. So I figured if I hired someone to help me get started, get going on a plan, you know, well, you kind of see where I'm going with this. So I have done some weights in the past. I mean, I'm never, I used to hang with the no-neck people and just follow them and do whatever they were doing. And, and I was a little hit or miss, which is, is less than helpful if your goal is to, to bulk up or something, which mine was just a tone up. How was that? So this new trainer that I get, I'm, she's talking about a much different tack. Apparently, she's really into Pilates and the benefits of that, which I've never, ever dabbled in, you know, because of the weight people that I dealt with in the past. But now what I'm going here for is strength and balance and stuff. And this trainer is a real shift for me. She's like very knowledgeable about muscles and movement. You know, apparently I don't even walk right and we're working on that and I overpronate and that's not good and all this. So, you know, and she does push me harder than I would push myself because like I never see a reason to do a plank. So, but if she tells me to plank, then I plank. So that's why part of why you have... Um, the trainer to help you get rolling. But anyway, I'm working with her to learn and to figure all this out. However, you know, even in our first meeting, you know, I'm doing what she asks. I'm executing, you know, these small movements with lower weights and uh, whatever. And, you know, finally she says to me, you need to slow down with what you're doing. And, and I'm like, Okay, this is now the second person today that has told me to slow down. This is what I'm thinking in my head as she's saying this. And she's, she's, uh, <laughs> she says to take your time and make each rep count, and then you're going to get a better workout. And, well, who doesn't want a better workout with a little less effort, right? I mean, that makes amazing amount of sense, doesn't it? So then why is it so hard to slow down, <laughs> really? I mean, I am literally working on slowing down. You know, I mean, you want to go slow? I tried this little intro to yoga class, and and it was nothing weird or anything. It was purely athletic-related kind of yoga. But that's really some slow-moving stuff. But when you come out of there, I mean, you, you feel like you've done something. So I think I've kind of underestimated slow as, as not accomplishing much. But that doesn't always bear out like everywhere. I mean, at the end of the day there that day, I knew I had to pay attention because when both the spiritual director and the trainer says to you, you need to slow down. It means that I'm going faster than I think I am. You know, I think you acclimate to your own pace. And, and I got to figure out how I'm going to know I'm going too fast. Except one way is 
to have other people alongside you who point that out to you. So, you know, I, that's pressing the issue of having other people come alongside you and give you help and give you perspective because, as I've always said, none of us should travel alone, you know, and that is a part of self-care. And I know, I know, I know, COVID sort of helped some of us be little turtles feeling comfortable in our shells. And you know what? It's easy just to go in on your own rather than take the time to let other people in and give you their insight. You know, I mean, besides, who wants to hear? You need to slow down twice in one day. Oh, for heaven's sakes. So I'm learning with you this thing called slow down. I mean, really, really? do I think everything in my world depends on me moving like a lunatic? Is that the picture of Jesus I see in Scripture? Seemingly not. And, you know, the salvation of the world did depend on him, you know, not us, not me, except in the instances when God asked me to to share and to be Jesus for someone else. But usually that's not while you're moving like lunatic fast. So, and people used to always say that about me. We know it's the pastor coming because we can hear the rapid footsteps coming. Oh, here she comes. She's moving fast. And I tell myself, I think I have slowed my pace down now. And then suddenly I have two people say that to me. So going slow means I have the possibility of taking in more, of hearing more, seeing more, hearing more from God, of being more present in the now, and all those go a long way towards a self-care that is meant to take us through this beautiful gift of life, and we, we don't want to miss the beauty, and it's harder to see beauty when you're moving fast. So if that sentence, the sentence about um, how slowing down helps you develop a self-care that takes you through this beautiful gift of life, if that sentence kind of confuse you, confuses you, then maybe you need to slow down too. One thing that, well, I guess it's twice a week, so that's two things right there, I'm walking with a friend, and we would just walk. She needed to walk, and I needed to walk twice a week. So there we are, and we're doing, you know, about three miles. And then what? We met by a coffee shop, so we started going in the coffee shop afterwards, and I learned about a double shot of espresso, and just, it's a whole roastery place there. It's pretty cool, but I learned to just sit and chill with somebody because we waste a whole nother hour <laughs> afterwards. Twice a week I do this now. And I think about the times that I have not skipped lunch because I usually don't skip lunch, but I'll sit in front of a cute computer or I'm doing something else. I'm multitasking, you know, and I'm not just sitting and eating a sandwich and enjoying life and you know, my friend is teaching me, I told her she's teaching me how to chill. Just chill for an hour and just just be with another person and just enjoy their company. And we talk and, 
you know, solve all the world's problems kind of thing. But it's part of my effort to go slower. So what can you do in your life to slow you down? Where can you go to get some perspective from other people about the pace that you are going at? Because you don't want to miss what God has for you. You don't want to miss the beauty of this world. You don't want to miss the beauty of relationships and the gifts that other people can be to you. So I would encourage you this day to take a moment to consider if you need to slow down too. Hey, thanks for listening. It is my deep desire and passion to champion issues of sustainability in ministry and for your life. So I'm here to help. I stepped back from pastoral ministry and I feel called to help ministry leaders uh, create and cultivate sustainability in their lives so that they can go the distance with God and whatever plans that God has for you. I would love to help. I would consider it an honor. And in all things, make sure you connect to these sustainability practices, you know, so that you don't become the crabby pastor. <laughs>